Hey, this is Jamie Court. I'm the president of Consumer Watchdog, and you're listening to the Rage for Justice Report. This is where we expose, confront, and change every week. And this week, we're lucky to have with us Nick Rowley, who is a master trial lawyer, a advocate for patients' rights, and the backer of the Fairness for Injured Patients Act. Welcome, Nick. Thanks for coming. It's a real, real honor and privilege to be here, Jamie. Well, it's great to be here with you. And before we get going, uh, we do want to dedicate this uh, podcast to the memory of Russell Cussman. Russ Cussman. Uh, Nick, you want to just say a few words about who 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 uh, Russ was and and how, why he lives on with us today in this podcast and always. Russ is someone that I have looked up to my entire legal career. Back when I first learned about Micra, that was back in the late '90s. Let me just interrupt you. That's the medical malpractice cap for our listeners because not everybody really knows what that is, but it is the cap that has for 45 years been imposed on Californians and limits their right to recovery. Sorry. Almost half a century, the value of every child's life in the state of California, if that child is negligently killed by medical malpractice, the maximum value of that life because of a government-mandated one-size-fits-all cap is $250,000. And Russ Cussman worked to fight against that cap, both as a physician, he then became an attorney, He tried to get this on the ballot back in the 80s. He became a judge and hoped that he would get a case before him where he'd be able to decide, make a decision about MICRA and rule it unconstitutional. But sadly, he just passed away from cancer and never got to see what would have been part of his life's work ever, you know, actually go all the way through and and win. And he died at 71. He was, uh, I met him uh, at, at the Pacific Dining Car, which is kind of this lawyer's joint with David Harney Sr. maybe 20 years ago when I first started getting into changing this cap and chronicling the devastation it's had on Californians. And he was so welcoming, has been so supportive. He and Harney uh, had got together on a ballot measure. They collected a million signatures, but they had a, uh, they, they submitted them. But for some reason, they always thought there was some falsification of signatures. They didn't meet the uh, validity threshold and didn't qualify. And this was in the 80s. This was 87, I think. Yeah. So now, Nick, we have crest a threshold in honor of Russ, 612,000 signatures on the Fairness for Injured Patients Act, which is the November 2020 ballot measure that you are backing, that um, that your uh, family who works with you, the Morenos, is a proponent of, a family who works with us, the Olsons are a proponent of, and we are together going to bring this to the people of California to say, juries should be able to determine in cases where people are seriously injured or dead what their value of their life is and wrongdoers should pay the full price. And California juries shouldn't be lied to because they've been being lied to for 45 years. So when a California jury decides a case like Mia's, Mia's case will, will go to trial. This is Mia Moreno, you're, 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 you're the, 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 the person who is going to be affected by this because she's only seven years old now. She's a beautiful little girl who, when she was a baby, she went in to have a procedure done, and they over-medicated her. They overdosed her and left her unattended. And because of that, she's going to live a life of cerebral palsy. And the value of her quality of life damages will be capped at $250,000 unless people vote yes to pass the Fairness for Injured Patients Act in November. And her jury will be lied to like every other California jury has in the past 45 years. It's almost been half a century unless people vote yes to pass this act. And when you mean lied to, you mean they were n- are not told. They will, aw- they will issue a verdict 
thinking they're going to give her millions of dollars right. for her life of diminished brain function, not being able to live alone. And then what happens when she and her family, uh, you know, say goodbye to the jury and the jury leaves the room? What does the judge have to do under this 45-year-old legislative cap? It happened in Scott Olson's case. Uh, what will happen is you as a juror, if you're a voter, if you're a California voter, then you're going to get called to jury duty. And you sit there and, and, you, and you tell that judge and you tell those lawyers, you, you take an oath and you say, I can and will be fair and I will decide this case neutrally. You listen to all of the evidence. You take the law that the, that the judge gives you, you listen to the entire case and you put it together back in a jury room and you, and you work with other voters, other jurors, and you come up with the decision and say that you, that you say Mia's case is worth a million dollars because she's going to suffer her entire life with cerebral palsy because of medical negligence. And she will eventually die an untimely death because of medical negligence. And, and you say her case is worth a million dollars. Once you leave that courtroom as a juror thinking you've done your job, your jury verdict gets slashed to $250,000, which after attorney's fees, which are set by statute and haven't been adjusted since 1987, and costs, that means Mia's going to end up with, what, maybe $60,000? That out of the million dollars that you said her case is worth, she's going to end up with sixty. And in the case of the Olsons, the other proponents of the initiative, Scott Olson, his son, when he was two, got injured. Clear medical negligence. The kid's cerebral palsy, blind for life. And the jury awards seven million. When the jury left, the judge had to reduce the award to two hundred fifty thousand. And when Scott's wife died a couple of years ago, he had to quit his job to take care of the kid. And 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 what's going to happen? It's going to be the responsibility of the taxpayers to take care yeah. of Scott Olson's yeah. son. And Scott, it is already. Scott's uh, on our board, by the way, at Consumer Watchdog, proposing the initiative with the Moreno. So, so Nick, let's, let's get down to the politics a little bit. Of this. First of all, this is not just about the fact you try cases all across the country and you see other states, because we have 33 other states that have either no cap or a cap like the one we're proposing, where there's an exception for catastrophic injury, but also... And death. And death, and death, and... Uh, but also... You know, it's not just about making, you know, the most progressive state in the nation more progressive because we're the most regressive. It's also about your personal experience. Can you just, you know, briefly tell us what happened to you, how medical negligence touched your family? I've not only had to look hundreds, hundreds, there, there are countless families in the eye and tell them that I'm sorry, this is egregious, what happened to you is wrong. But under this California law from 1975, back when John Lennon was alive and John, you know, and President Ford was, was the president, um, your case is only worth 250 grand in the great progressive state of California. I lost a son, a little boy, to medical negligence. His lungs were blown up um, because of improper ventilator settings, and, I, and he died in my arms. So this is personal to me, not, not only as a prior military medic that cares about patient care and cares about the healthcare industry, and I've seen what this cap does. It, it increases the incidence of medical negligence-related injuries and deaths by 15% when caps are in place. So that this means that this cap being in place kills people. Having to tell countless people that, that the value of their lives are only $250,000 because of this, this law that the insurance industry and special interest groups and in their, in their lobbyists got passed almost half a century ago, but I've seen it myself. It's it's happened in in my family to to me, where I lost a son. I mean that explains a lot of your passion because you know I've been around this issue for a while. The legislature hasn't wanted to deal with it. We've got to go to the ballot to deal with it. You uh, you face you know we're going to face a hundred million dollars from the medical insurance complex against this, and it's obviously you know six hundred. 
12,000 signatures pop you on the street. People get it. You should be able to sue when a doctor cuts off your limb or costs you your eyesight and it shouldn't be yeah. worth... Uh, but but, but what's, what's going to happen is the other side is going to pour a lot of money and we're going to fight the good fight, and you're you're raising a lot of money, but 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 your resolve's obviously based in what happened to you personally. It's it's really not just the fact that you're a lawyer. Tell us what the strategy here is. Here's the deal: the the insurance industry and the CMA, the California Medical Association, will flood the media, the, the TV commercials, anything they can buy, right? Because the the only way you can spread lies and propaganda is buying it, paying for it. So so what they're going to do is they'll spend a hundred million dollars to spread lies and propaganda. They've already started saying that this is going to increase healthcare costs, this is going to shut down access to healthcare, that they're going to get um, their pals out there in the industry to, to, to back what they're saying. They are all lies, lies, lies. The same lie that was told back in 1975 when they said they needed to get this passed to control medical malpractice insurance rates. It didn't. It didn't affect it to, to the tune, affect rates to the tune of one penny. That it would affect healthcare costs. Didn't healthcare costs have still gone up exponentially year after year for 45 years. But they're going to spread those lies to try to put fear into the voters. But it's not going to work because we have the truth on our side. And we may not have $100 million, but when we add it all up with our influencers and the advertising that we do have access to, we're going to have close to $100 million and we put it all together. And if by chance, let's say that we don't win in November, which I don't think is going to happen. I believe we are going to win. I've been, I've been being told my entire life, my entire life, that you're not going to win. And, and, you're, and, you're, and you're fighting against Goliath, and you can't do it, and you're not going to win my entire life. And I win. And we're going to win this. But if we don't win it this year, then I'll spend the money, because I got the money, and I'll put it on the ballot the next time. And again, and again, and again. I will not quit. I'm 42 years old. I don't need to make money in the state of California. I started law school living in my car, still serving in the military, and I'll leave this world with nothing. I will continue to make a lot of money all throughout the country trying cases. California is not where I make a lot of money. I do cases all over the country in, in places, and it's not medical malpractice cases. I'm not doing this so I can get a whole bunch of medical malpractice cases and, and make a bunch of money. That's not what it's about. I, I, I want to do less cases and work less. I've got children I want to spend spend my life with. This is about doing what's right. Somehow, I came from being a, a poor homeless kid to being someone who has the ability to effectuate change in this world. That's why I'm doing this. It's, about a, it's not about $250,000. It's about accountability. It's not about how much money a person or a lawyer is going to get. This isn't a fight between doctors and lawyers. This is a fight between patients and their civil rights in the insurance industry and special interest groups and the big corporate conglomerate that exists that is ever so powerful, but they don't have truth on their side. And that's why we're going to win. Well, I believe we're going to win. We've got human truth. We will win. And I think we're going to win in November. If we don't win November, you know what? We're going to win the next November, two Novembers from then, because the more the public hears about this, the more outraged they are that there's a 1975 law passed by politicians that limits what a jury can award them if they're a victim of medical negligence. That truth is inevitably going to break through. It's just it, we, we will not stop. We will not yield. And I think by November, when the stories of the Olsons, the Morenos, the others come out, Californians in the most probably progressive vote of our lifetime are going to do the right thing and make our state on a par with the other 33 states that don't have these caps. And by the way, New York, Michigan, 
These states have no limitations, and their health care costs are the same as ours. So, and and even and even less. Even less. And something. even less. It's absurd to say that that health care costs in California have anything to do to do with medical malpractice cases. The the, the health care costs are absolutely extreme. And people will say, well, it, it might cost. Um, there might be a fiscal impact of tens of millions of dollars or even hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, if you have to update something that should have been updated every year from 1975 to now, there's going to be a bit of a cost. But what's more important, civil rights and honesty, truth and justice, or that there might be a one and a half percent increase in the cost of something that should have been you know, adjusted every year to reflect well, and, inflation. And, and more importantly, who pays the cost? The beauty of our law. Taxpayers. That's right. So the beauty of our law is once um, the once people are able to bring cases against the wrongdoers, the wrongdoers are going to pay those costs, right. not the taxpayers who are paying them today. Right now, when I say taxpayers, taxpayers are bearing the burden of economic damages in medical negligence cases. Health, of health care costs, of, absolutely. of lost wages. Because of the 1975 law. Because what that law did, it didn't just cap non-economic damages, quality of life damages, survivor damages. What it did was it capped, it took away the right to recover economic damages when a person actually has private health insurance or Medi-Cal or Medicare. So what medical malpractice insurance companies get to do and what the CMA wants them to continue to be able to do is pass the economic burden onto the taxpayers when there's been big medical bills or, or lost earnings or, or a, a severe economic loss. That, that means that if the law stays in place, that the wrongdoers insurance companies, the HMOs insurance companies don't have to pay. We're the ones that have to pay. And, and that has to stop because that costs our state hundreds of millions of dollars every year. And when this, when this initiative passes in November, it'll stop. Amen. That's the Fairness for Injured Patients Act. It now has 600,000, 12,000 signatures. Once we get to 970,000, we're submitting to the state by April. We'll be on the next November ballot unless something changes. And, and today, this is to honor Russ Cussman, who, who wanted to see this happen. And I hope um, everyone out there who, who knows him and honors his memory will hopefully they, they hear this call to action. We're going we're gonna to commit to getting this done in November for Russ. So thank you all for listening to the Rage for Justice Report. Thanks for having me. That was Nick Rowley, uh, backer of the Fairness for Injured Patients Act. I'm Jamie Court, president of Consumer Watchdog. Thanks for exposing, confronting, and changing with us this week. And you can uh, get this podcast everywhere you get podcasts. So please download and subscribe. Thanks.